Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be discussing how narcissists play therapists. First of all, I am a coach, and what I offer essentially are services to help victims of narcissistic abuse. But in many instances, I help people who themselves claim that they are, in fact, narcissists, they're narcissistic, and they want help. And I will say, as much experience as I have, I've been doing this for about three years, uh, actually a little bit more, about four years uh, by now, uh, I get played all the time. And I usually catch on a little bit into the coaching, let's say a couple of sessions in. I've gotten to a point where I'm pretty quick to understand what's going on, the dynamics at play, and if I am in fact trying to be played, uh, trying to be triangulated into uh, to a relationship, um, but I can understand and see how very easily a therapist who does not know these dynamics could be played and uh, taken advantage of and ultimately exploited. So I wanted to create an episode to talk about how narcissists do this, and so essentially you can see the signs. If you are in fact in a relationship with a narcissist and you decide to go to therapy, uh, you'll this, this podcast will usually resonate with you because you'll uh, essentially see the signs of it happening. And when you do see the signs of it happening, to do what you can to uh, either just walk away from this specific modality of coaching, of therapy, uh, or simply walk away from the partner who is in fact using the therapist uh, for their own personal gain. So some of the things that narcissists do in the therapy session are, first of all, they like to take up all the time during the session speaking because in essence, by filibustering the session and using all of the time to talk, they're essentially able to control the narrative, control the session, and in essence, assure that the victim does not have any say, does not have any time to speak, and that the therapist can actually get an objective perspective uh, where both parties are able to talk about their struggles. Next, they'll play the victim. They'll cry. Uh, they'll say, oh, what was me? They'll sometimes bring up uh, some things from childhood that happened to them. They'll even admit, oh, I've been narcissistic, but look what happened to me. Oftentimes, they'll use, use psychological, spiritual jargon to make it seem as if they really know their stuff. Uh, in my specific uh, practice, I have people who have listened to my podcasts who use words that would ultimately try to trick me because they say, okay, well, you know, I know, I know what I'm talking about. You know, I've listened to your stuff and, and I, I agree with it, but in essence, they're trying to play me. And, and that's usually what they'll do. They'll, they'll, they'll use jargon, they'll use words that uh, can manipulate people to believe that they are in fact hum- humbling themselves and admitting, but in fact they are not, and they're simply trying to exploit. Next, they'll triangulate the therapist against the other patient against their victim. Uh, essentially, what they're trying to do is create an alliance with the therapist to gain the trust of the therapist and to use that therapist essentially as a weapon against the victim to make the victim feel even more crazier, to gaslight them, and to further abuse them. Oftentimes, they'll say, hey, let's go to therapy. Usually, the victim will say, hey, we need to go to therapy. And then what the uh, perpetrator will do is they'll actually choose this specific therapist, one that they believe that they can they can uh, play and manipulate, uh, and then they'll kind of convince them that their partner, their wife, or their friend, whatever it is, whoever they've got a therapy with, is crazy, uh, making the victim feel even crazier, essentially exploiting them narcissistically. And oftentimes this is done by sending emails or texts outside of the session, uh, paying for the ther- therapy, uh, just again, being in control, being charismatic, all these subtle nuances done in order to win the trust of the therapist and to make the therapist believe, kind of control his narrative or control his perceptions of him and the relation or her of the relationship, uh, and in essence, uh, use that, that, that environment as a proxy for abuse. Like I mentioned, they're going to be usually the ones in charge of choosing the therapist. Uh, they'll choose one who they can dupe, uh, but the second their game is caught, 
onto by the therapist. Let's say the therapist is aware and starts to sort of snoop around and ask the correct questions and be aware of what's going on here. Uh, they're going to be de blamed, devalued, and usually fired as the therapist. They'll often pretend to take advice and absorb life lessons or, or guidance from the coach or the therapist, from the doctor, uh, but really all of this is an attempt to buy more time to abuse. Uh, also in an attempt to blame the partner for being uh, for being the crazy one while they are the ones doing all the personal work. Uh, you know, they'll usually claim, hey, you know, the partner's being so super lazy, they're not doing any work, I'm doing all the work, look at me, I'm absorbing these messages, I know the language, I'm working on myself, but in fact, they're not working on themselves at all. Uh, they're just buying time so that they can keep the victim stuck and uh, further exploited as a narcissistic supply. It is not uncommon that a narcissistic perpetrator will talk down to the therapist and try to discredit him, disrespect him, challenge his authority, maybe challenge his degree, uh, and essentially to uh, to take away that power to that dynamic, the power position of the therapist, in essence, to render their advice uh, useless and to essentially make the uh, therapist devalued in the eyes of the partner, who, again, is also coming uh, for help and looking up to the therapist by taking up off that uh, therapist from their pedestal. Uh, in essence, they render their advice useless. So if they do, in fact, try to give information that would help uh, because they have been discredited, they are no longer going to be effective. The way I see it is, is that therapy is a prime location and a huge proxy for abuse. And if not careful and aware, a therapist, a coach, a doctor can very easily get dragged into the drama, uh, which can render him or her ineffective and, and in essence, take a toll on the therapist's confidence uh, and mental health. And in addition to the damage this does to the victim, who is now not only victimized by their perpetrator, but now feels more and more helpless because they are in fact victimized by the therapist who doesn't realize it, but is now an accomplice in the narcissistic abuse by the narcissistic perpetrator. Now, narcissistic abusers are dangerous. Uh, as much as I think I'm aware of it and, and can see the signs, they are so insidious, and they are many of them are extremely intellectually aware, spiritual aware. Uh, they are wildly deceptive, and even the best, you know, get duped. I get duped all the time. Uh, I, essentially, like I mentioned before, I have refined my craft to the point where it rarely happens anymore. Uh, I see the signs almost immediately, but it does happen. Uh, and the way I see it is like this, is the, the point of therapy isn't to be a relationship referee. It's not a boxing match and the, re and the therapist comes in and kind of breaks it up and, and say who's the winner and the loser. Uh, essentially what they're designed to do, what therapy is designed to do, is a tool uh, to create space to help two grown adults communicate and repair internal relationships with themselves uh, as well as with, with each other and, and to create that peace. Uh, but it takes work on both sides and it takes honesty and the therapy doesn't fix things. The therapy creates the environment so that the individuals can uh, help themselves and help the relationship to thrive and grow. Now this arena, the therapy arena, the coaching arena is not a uh, space meant to soothe and baby adult problems. Uh, it can be used as a tool to help, like I mentioned, hold space for the partners to do the work. Anyone essentially can play a therapist or a coach. And when this is done by a narcissistic perpetrator towards their partner, the effects can drive victims insane and further gaslight them and drive them absolutely insane. So therapists who are unfamiliar with this dynamics can do untold harm. And so part of the reason I want to do this episode is because I want to make it very clear that if you are a therapist or a coach and you're listening to this episode, you have a huge responsibility because if it gets gets past you, if you become a proxy and it's th sort of an ally to the perpetrator, uh, the, the damage it does to the victims can further trap them and trauma bond them in a relationship, making it almost impossible for them to get out. So it's important to educate yourself on narcissism, understand, see the signs and be aware that just because somebody appears a certain way, do your research, 
understand, you know, see both sides and see where there might be a lie and further question and realize that there could be an agenda here. You could be being pulled into a dynamics to be used in order to again, further victimize their uh, their victims. So I hope this podcast resonated with you. If you are a victim of a narcissist who uh, essentially used therapy against you, you are probably fully aware of how devastating that is to be so invalidated and so just humiliated and disrespected your word to be uh, shut down and gaslit and made to feel like you're absolutely going insane. So if this is a struggle for you, if you are still trying to heal and overcome this uh, type of uh, abuse, please reach out and allow me to help you heal. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so reach out to me via email, info at yitzepstein.com. You can reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so very much for listening to this episode. Until next time, all the very best.